Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. That means the Rams have extended another player to a record-setting contract, and that's all they're going to do for the rest of every day for all of eternity because the salary cap's not real, and we'll go into that at length at some point on the program today. I am Fred Slow. When do I get paid? Alongside me, L-I-V-A-N. Is it L-I-V or Live? I honestly don't know. I don't know. I don't. I have I've no I've heard clue. it both ways. You are a both ways kind of guy. I'm a guy. It's Pride Month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. June, baby. Well, what day in June? Six, nine. Nice. Am I right? Yeah. Van Nunley. LeVan, how are you? Very LeVuel. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw you these softballs and you miss them. What are you talking about? I nailed it. Mm. I ripped the cover off of that one. Mike Vital, how is producing the show going? Ripping the cover off. Of it. That's, thank you. It's very smart. Ripping and tearing over here, baby. In the professional world, we call that mirroring. You're mirroring is what you're doing. All right, I'm going to do an impression of something. You guys tell me if you know what it is. Ready? Okay, ready to go. <clears throat> DJ Cool. F.U. Draymond. Do you guys know what that is? Do you know what that is, guys? Let me, it's a basketball I, game. Oh, that's really good. How about everyone in the Boston Garden? <laughs> the TD Garden. Here, I'm going to do an impression, guys. Are you ready? Forget you, Draymond. It's the same thing, guys. I just did the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. They hate Draymond Green. And you're like, who's they? Uh, New England? By the way, everyone in the National Basketball Association... That does not play for the San Francisco Warriors of the Golden State of California. Nice. Hates Draymond Green. Hates Draymond Green. And don't at me. By the way, congratulations to the Boston Celtics. I'm pushing this to game seven and losing to the San Francisco Warriors of the Golden State of California at 90210. That's a big deal to me because they're not going to win this series at all. You know, Hey, sports talk radio host who's like, well, if they go 3-1, they got a pretty good chance. But if it ties up at 2-2, it's anyone's game. You, uh, first of all, stop listening to that show. Ice cold take. You, If you are a fan of that show, okay. they gave you the breakdown of that, you're out of here. You need to listen to the show where it's F you, Draymond, <laughs> for, for 48 minutes or whatever it was. You know, if they, if they are tied up at 2-2, two to two, it turns into a three-game series. Seven games, get out of here. It's a three-game series now. <laughs> it's, been, uh, it's been 12 years since Boston has hosted a playoff game in the Garden, and I know there's been a lot of roster change, and I'd really appreciate if Brad Stevens was the head coach and started the GM at this time. He just feels like he's being robbed, and the team would be better off. But I just really hate that dream on green. 
Well, you know, what happens is the key to the game here is you got to score more points than your opponent. That's what it comes down to, especially in the fourth quarter. Once that clock stops, if you have more points than your opponent, you're probably going to win. Draymond, <laughs> Draymond Green, he's a, uh, how do I say it? He's an, he's an all-timer. He's going to go down in the Hall of Fame, and my team's going to beat him. What? No, he is not. Draymond Green is not going to the Hall of Fame, stupid Boston fan that has to build a narrative that you're overcoming five Hall of Famers, including a Hall of Famer, in your opinion, that should be Steve Kerr as a player and also a coach. Also, it's cool that you're up 2-1. You're going to Game 7 to lose. Well, they needed this win to make sure it does go to 7. That is true. You're, what you're saying is the truth. They will steal one more. They are a good enough team to steal one more. They didn't call. That's what, that's what the history. That's what the Hall of Fame wants. That's what the NBA wants. That's what I want. That's what Steph fans want. You need to have. This is going to propel Steph Curry into the upper echelon of NBA players. He already changed the game. He's already got all the trophies he needs. He just needs to win another one on his own, and then he's the. Now you always have that argument: Is Steph on Rushmore? Steph breaks his leg last night. Hey, don't worry. It'll heal by the next time they play a game because there's three weeks between every game. They're perfectly fine. The day after 4th of July, July 4th observed will be game four. Yes. (laughs) The Monday, the bank holiday. Celtics fan right now is like, we held Draymond to two points. We're just really shutting him down. No, Draymond held Draymond to two points. He don't score no points. He could get buckets if he wants them. He would rather try to karate chop you in the nugget pouch. Hey, heads up, though. Like, including free throws, he missed like 20 shots last night. (laughs) They all did. It's so stupid. It's bad. Hey, it's cool. And by the way, I'm into Boston fan who is like at the TD Garden and is like, I hate you. Sure. I hate you, and I'm going to tell you all about it. Give me more of that. I love that energy. I love a good heel. I love whenever you go to... Like Cleveland, which is the Miz's hometown, and he gets cheered in the only WWE arena in the whole country instead of everywhere else where he gets booed. Mm -hmm. Because that's the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics get booed everywhere. No one likes the Boston Celtics. Boston hates the Boston Celtics every year. They're not even in the finals. Regardless of what you think about the Boston Celtics, you got to love their parquet floors. Am I right? (laughs) Crickets. They are like that. <laughs> you know, there's just something special about the way the... No, there's not. All of these stadiums are the nicest thing you've ever been in now. Sure. Like, you just watched that uh, Carlin documentary or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, he does that bit on a... One's played in a stadium. Football's played in a stadium. Yeah. Baseball's played in a park. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's the worst comedy of all time, but at the time, it's like revolutionary. That's where Boston fans still is. Right. Where they're like, we don't play in Madison Square Garden. That place is a dump. We play in the TD Garden. It's the exact same thing. Figure it out. I don't give a care about the name change. It's the Baston Garden. Baston Garden. Draymond sucks. (laughs) All these staffers for the Warriors who, by the way, if you go to an opposing... I'm also a fan of this. If you have travel sweats... If you're a high school or a college or an NBA team that has travel sweats of any sport, get off my bus. You're losers. Dress to the nines. You put on a suit, you put on a tie, and you show up to a place not only like you deserve to be there, like you to be you deserve to be asked if you're the manager of there. 
Like, you need to look the part everywhere you go. And all these Dubs employees, they're like, um, I had to turn my shirt inside out because I'm walking down the street and everyone's just cussing at me. <laughs> Did you do no research on Boston whatsoever? Did none of the veterans tell you stories about how passionate and insane these people are? Also, the interns that are helping the San Francisco Warriors of Golden State 90210, they're super soft. 100% the wrong county, but I'm like what, I like what you're doing with that. Yeah. You don't think that's correct? All right. Okay. My bad. Let me do it again. Yeah. The San Francisco Warriors of Golden State 90210 Beverly Hills Cop, when they go that's to – Thank you. Yeah. When they go to Boston, because they're so super damn soft, they don't know how to handle Boston. Yeah. Boston is Bill Burr. Boston goes hard. Hard. Figure it out. Super soft. Softest of all time, Kevin Durant was too hard for you. Draymond, will you walk me across the street? <laughs> These guys are saying mean things about my mother. Every like, and you know all these East Coast bias writers, and also sports writer. You're not the sports influencers that we are. Not I want to be close. very transparent with that. All these sports writers are. Well, Draymond Green's actually the devil. That's what every East Coast writer is telling you. Is actually the Yes, that's what they're saying. What you don't know is uh, after Draymond Green commits a foul, he'll go to the sideline, which, by the way, are very expensive tickets, and he'll knock candy out of the hand of children. And you're like, that's not true! And if it was true... Well, I need video evidence for sure. It would really escalate him to the top as well. That's what all the best heels do. Then he'd get the MVP. Yes. Eat a stranger's popcorn. I'm into that. Eat a stranger? Hold up. Wait, what? Hole up. Well, if he's that evil, I'm assuming he's a cannibal as well. He is. (laughs) But not for like, he doesn't eat people for like like the caloric value of it. It's like steal their soul in essence. It's like that's how he gets like his unearthly power. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not out of circumstance to sustain his own life. It's Correct. out of choice Correct. to absorb your soul in existence. Right, yes. Children's souls and muscle milk. That's that's how he lives. Flavored like strawberry. Of course. <laughs> yeah. strawberries. Do they make grape? Yeah, I think they do, and I think you'd be into it. All Fred, right, Fred. So oh, go ahead. If the Warriors bus and or plane crashes, which team... Uh! Which teammate is Draymond Green eating first? So Andrew Wiggins played forty minutes last night, so he's going to end up being a little too lean. Okay, you don't want you don't want to chew on that. Uh, give me something aged. Give me something seasoned. Oh, Andre Iguodala. Iguodala. Yeah, that's, that's my answer too. Yeah, he's like an aged steak. Got a little meat on him. Got some experience. Andre Iguodala is interesting because he'll play the most limited minutes at weird points of the game, but when there's mop-up time at the end, he's not on the floor. Like, mop-up time at the end, guys, get more minutes because Andre plays weird minutes. After he eats Andre Iguodala, he's eating both the other juniors at the same time, mm-hmm. right? You're eating Otto Porter and uh, Otto Porter and Gary Payton Jr. at the same time? Well, two for one. Well, you get Porter House, which is a, a type of eating. Mm-hmm. Here's a fun fact. Are you ready? Fun stat. The Warriors had seven points in one possession last night. They also had seven points in seven consecutive possessions. <laughs> that is like the dichotomy of this team. You got to score in bunches. Got to do it all. 
And you've said that for years where you're like, live by the seven, die by the seven. You always say that. Seven little chipmunks sitting on a branch, eating lots of sunflowers on my uncle's ranch. You know the rhyme. Can you do it one more time? Nope. Draymond Green has more turnovers than made baskets, and you're over here like, he's the he's the finals MVP. I think he is. He's a loser. He's the, He'll be the second place vote getter for MVP behind Steph, which he shouldn't get a vote. Also this. Draymond is like on social media, and Clay Thompson is on social media. I don't think Seth, Steph Curry is. He might be. I don't think he is. And they're like, can you believe the way the Boston fans treated us? You know what the last thing you do? You know what the last thing you say after the Boston fan treats you that way is? You don't give them their kudos. Yeah. They're only going to come harder. Exactly. And whenever they do, you're not going to be able to handle it. They're going to come at you as hard as anyone ever has, and you, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, who, by the way, already freaking folded like you can't win a game you're a bunch of losers until game seven when you yeah, win with, the that, with that being said they're going to win games four six and seven so there's the 100 percent they're going to yeah <laughs> or four five and seven Vi- vital five way, and seven for you vital who's a huge sports fan like you're a sports fan i'm a sports influencer it's very different for you this should be the most exciting seven game nba series of all time but why it's not spoiler alert the Golden State San Francisco Warriors of Alcatraz Bay, The Rock, starring Sean Connery, they're going to win this thing in seven. Seven. Going seven, seven. right? <laughs> by the way, the Warriors have been outscored by 40 points going into the fourth quarter in all three games. I put I put that on the whiteboard of things I'm never going to bring up. Here's what I am going to bring up. Seven, Porter Jr. That's what I'm going to bring up. Double O seven. Thank you. <laughs> Seven little chickmunks sitting on a branch. <laughs> Golf is too weird, and I love that there's now Bloods and Crips. We're going to go into that at depth whenever we get back. Hot takes? No. Lots of low-hanging fruit that we take jabs at? Yes. Yum, 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 yum. 15 minutes until Josh Sushan joins us after that. Also a lot of stuff with LeBron in the news. Deshaun Watson. Uh, I think Deshaun. he's going to get what he deserves. The Los Angeles Rams of we wish we were in San Francisco County. They're doing they're doing the NFL the way I do Madden, which is kind of incredible. We're at this thing of the varsity. We're off the air at five forty five. Ice Topes are playing early because they have to trudge their way down to El Paso. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our Friday, which is tomorrow, live from Hollow Spirits. Man, how many Teller Vodka walk-off water- watermelons did you have last night at the ballpark? I had one watermelon walk-off, okay. and I had one grapefruit hibiscus. There we go. I had two watermelon walk-offs because I don't know what the word hibiscus means. If I would read I this think stupid, long, stupid, sure. boring the Samurai thing, and you know how I PGA feel about Tour open letter from Jay Monahan. Um, there'd be so many accidents on the road because of the drive home for all the friends of the show. Put them to sleep. Put, put them to sleep. Don't do that, please. Let me give you a summary. Cliff's Notes. We're real mad that you don't want to play only with us, even though we don't pay you as competitively as the new guy in town. Therefore, you can't play with us. Everyone already stopped playing with you. Yes. All this is, you break up with a girl. Yeah. I don't, I didn't love you anyways. Yeah. You'll never see me again. I broke up with you. 
I left you. <laughs> I, you're quitting. You're suspended. What? What? I just said I quit. Yeah. Yeah. So you better get a hold of me after your suspension. That's like Arby's giving me a lifetime ban. I was never going to Arby's. No. I wasn't going to go. It's not market fresh. <laughs> 505-246-0610. Text the program. Call the program. We're going to talk golf. What did I just say? By the way, uh, local Arby's, if you'd like to be a friend of the show. Oh, yeah. Lots of I can easily change my disposition for money. Uh, two for six. Yeah. Uh, get two something for six something. Best deal in town, am I right? I'm going to give you some names, okay? You tell me which one of these names that you care about. Okay. Sergio Garcia. Who? Taylor Gooch. <laughs> uh, okay. I want all the Gooch I can get, baby. Braden Grace. Today Dustin six, Johnson. Today is 6'9". Matt Jones. Okay. <laughs> Martin Keimer. Graham McDowell, spelled the wrong way. Phil Mickelson. Kevin, nah. Andy Ogletree. Lewis, uh, go fish. Turk. Petit. Is that the Oosterhausen guy? Yep. Yeah, I like him. Turk Petit. Ian Poulter. Charles Schwab. Just kidding. Schwartzel. Hudson Swafford. <laughs> Peter Unhound. Okay. And Lee Westwood. Are these golfers or law firms? Because those are some ridiculous names in there. Similar. Hey, meet me at the intersection of Hudson and Swafford. Isn't Graham McDowell the law agency representing Deshaun Watson? Hey, that's who's about to get paid in this whole thing is law agencies. Mm-hmm. Lawyers are going to make out like bandits mm-hmm. on this. Bandits. So, PGA Tour, which, by the way, is stupid. Here's what they said. They're suspended. So, Garcia, Grace, Johnson, Keimer, McDowell, nah, Oshel in. <laughs> Petit and Schwartzel and Westwood, they all said, how can you suspend us? We've informed you that we resign. You can't fire me because I quit. Masters are not part of the PGA thing, whatever. Figure all that out. You have have to have points to get in unless you're a former winner. There's all these dumb hopscotchy things. If If you're a winner of the major tournaments, you have a lifetime invite. Is that incorrect? If you're a winner? I believe that to be true. I believe that to be true. That's so why the, you don't even have to be part of the PGA. Hey, you just show up to the tournament. Here's the thing, though. Everyone's going to win it moving forward because all the best golfers left. Yeah. Like, you want to go win it? Or are you busy? You get a major, yeah. and you get a major. Augusta, more like, I'm, I win. Yeah. So it's not the best <laughs> joke I've ever told. They're going to have to change. All right, so like the U.S. Open is – is a thing, right? The U.S. Open. Where's it at this year? Brookline, I think. Not sure, but I think it is. Now you're, it's going to have to be a sponsored thing because they're right. going to come up with it. They have to come up with a ton of money. Yes. They're going to lose all their guys. Golf's about to become NASCAR. So I don't know if the PGA realizes this, but the name of the tournament is the U.S. Open. That means anyone can qualify. <laughs> You can't call it the open and close it. They made Augusta let everyone play, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Took a while. Talk about ladies and people of color. Thanks, Tiger. The man. <laughs> That's the only time we should talk about golf is when Tiger's going. 
That one apparently Tiger turned down almost a billion dollars to stay with the PGA. Well, Tiger elevated the salaries and purses that you see in the PGA. Remember, the uh, players are not employees, so they can you know just ask them after they got they missed the cut for one of those. Oh yeah, and after you come out of pocket for travel expenses, yeah. And you know what? Hey, hotels guys are really cheap next to super nice golf courses. They're super cheap guys. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't cost basically anything really. By the way, Vital, it's twenty twenty two. They're not purses anymore. They're satchels. Yeah, figure that out. Yeah, myself. yeah. More money in a satchel than yeah. a purse. Very insensitive. Yeah, but about also, it. you can double up both those with fanny pack. Uh huh. Because it's it's June. Watching, in my opinion, what is like the biggest? Do you want to use the word schism? Is this the biggest schism in professional golf in our lifetimes? Well, it's stupid top to bottom is what it is. <laughs> schism or not. PGA allows you to play in England, in Europe, in Japan, Canada. in China, in Canada, in Canada, in South Africa, South America, Latin America. Everywhere except for the LIV or Live or Live or whatever it's called tour. You could play any tour in the world you want, except for this one. We don't want you to play for hey, that one. Even if they're in, like, the United States of America. Like, because this, this LIV Live Tour, what are we calling it? Because they have events in America. Now, keep in mind that all this Saudi blood money is playing at Trump courses, whatever. Don't know how related that is or not. But you can't even go, like, if you're already in America and a PGA dude and just go over there and play one or two of them. Because you get lifetime banners, and you can't even get sponsor exceptions. And you're like, friend, what's the sponsor exception? That's when Sears says you can go. Sure. St- is that still a sponsor? Sears? Yeah. I think they're very, very dead. Fine, get Radio Shack. I don't Out- care outlive, if you get- They outlive Roebuck, though. That's nice. I bet if you look up Roebuck right now, it's still a brand of some sort with some product. Something? I, I feel that way. Something to do with shaving or something? Wisconsin's biggest rubber band makers, Roebuck. I know what we should call Boom. LIV. What's that? Not live, not LIV, not live. Just 54. It's the 54 tour. Is that correct? Hey, check the math on that. I just looked it up. I don't know my Roman numerals. I had to Google it. No one should. It's all about show me the money. No, you know what? It's not right now, though, with the PGA. Here's what it's about, Michael. It's about being holier than thou and preachy AF. And that's what the PGA, if you read this whole thing, which, by the way, I'm not going to read. Yeah. I don't go to church. If you read this thing, it's like it's like uh, you're a bad person. Sure. We are the gold standard. Sure. You've gone off the standard. Sure. This thing is for losers. Okay. Sure. They have a few human rights violations. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah. They don't treat women that great there. Sure. They've murdered a couple journalists and high-profile political figures. But you know what? Guess where they got the playbook from, son? Yes. Yes. The United States of America, baby. You know what 54 is not doing right now? What? They're not putting out press releases written by the biggest Karen on the block uh-huh. telling you how you need to live your life. There's a part of it where they're like, money, money, and more money. That, that You're going to talk to your fans that way? You know who watches golf? People who don't have the money that you do. Hey, hey. I don't know if you already forgot what happened, but we have a... A very significant historical event in our country's history called 9-11. Oh, I'm familiar. Oh, all those guys are from Saudi Arabia. Did the country have nothing to do with Saudi Arabia? Al-Qaeda is from Saudi Arabia, not Iraq. 
We did nothing to Saudi Arabia, but now the PGA Tour is yeah. going to be the moral compass of the world. It took me a second. Be like, not was... now. Oh, not now. Now we start. Now we're going to slap them on the wrist because of golf. Van, you shoot like what? Like 100? I'm, you, I'm a double-digit guy. If you, you are you shoot 99, right? So if you shoot, Nine, well, 88 to 92 kind of guy. Okay, if you shoot 99, which is what I know you actually shoot as opposed to what you're saying on air, then <laughs> if you shave off a shot like every week, mm-hmm. come like the fall, you're good yeah. enough to play in the PGA. Yeah, for sure. And now there's a ton of openings. I got like three friends that once everyone leaves the LIV can 100% be in the PGA. The PGA's coming to Twin Warriors next week. They're already slumming it with Albuquerque. <laughs> so let's get some let's get some Albuquerque golfers on that tour too, baby. Josh Sushan is thinking about giving up his day job as the broadcaster for the Albuquerque Ice Steps and becoming a professional golfer right after this. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, the ultimate earworm in broadcasting, Josh Sushan joining us. Josh, how are you? Earworm? Really? Is that you? You don't feel like that's correct. I need to know what earworm means first before I know <laughs> yeah. if that's correct. All right, got to go to the Googs. Got to go to the Googs. Something to get stuck in your head, basically. That's uh, the Cliff's yeah, notes. Yeah, it's a, I, I feel like that can be a compliment or an insult or just a neg. Well, I mean, as the premier sports influencer in the city, I feel like I can be taken any way. Yeah. It's uh, ambiguity. Ambiguity. You know what? You know, Hollywood people like to say that there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah. I think that changed when hashtag Me Too came out, you know, so I think you have to be careful about um, taking your, your publicity in any way. But if people can recognize my voice, then I guess I'm doing my job correctly. The So before hashtag Me Too came out, I used to work in municipal government, and we had a thing called the Me Too Clause. And what it was is if, like, the fire department got an extra vacation day, that means we did too. Okay. So, like, it was, like, a really positive thing, the Me Too, but then it was not at all. And they had to literally have, a, like, a city council meeting on changing the verbiage of the Me Too clause in our contract. I'm curious. What's the name of it now? Uh, uh, us also? I'm curious, too. Y- y- uh, please, sir, may I have another? Which is different. <laughs> it's all another thing. The Tiny Tim clause? Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Three touchdowns scored last night at the ballpark as the ice tubes fall to the hated, the disrespectful the should not be in my town chinchillas of el paso how was the game last night jay well you guys didn't come up to the booth and you guys said you would so oh, hold up we got gatekeeped is what happened you got gatekeeped go yeah, on we tried mm-hmm. we tried to come up and then when we got to the press box there was no food left and that we took as is that was enough for us to turn around and leave gotcha all right also <laughs> hallie Friend of the show, friend in real life. Friend of the show, wanted grandmother in real life. Uh huh. Just put up her hand and then pointed at herself and said, I am the captain now. That's what and she said. You don't go in there. Kept us from going. <laughs> Did I sound like Hallie? That it sounded just like her, right? So you chose alcohol over me, is what you're telling me. That you. is 100% the fact in what happened last <laughs> night at the ballpark. That is not the first time that someone has chosen alcohol over me, and it will not be the last time the, that someone has chosen alcohol over me. Well, the friends of the show. <laughs> that is literally what happened. <laughs> the friends of the show from yesterday know that you're going to have a close eye on Fred every time he enters the yeah. booth. And he gets a little more klepto yeah. after a couple oat sodas, Sticky Josh. fingers McSlow over here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no punchline here, but literally we ran into some friends of the show at the ballpark, and they were like, how about we have drinks? And we were like, yes. 
Yes, that is exactly what we should do. So, tough L for the boys last night. They're going to bounce back and then immediately jump on the trolley and head down to El Paso. Early game time start, does that mess up routine? Does that mess up the way the guys go at the game? Not really, you know. I mean, I, I think that we play enough games at various different times that most players just arrive at, you know, 1, 2 o'clock, and then it's like, okay. The, and then there's a board that just tells you where you need to be and when you need to be there. And so just whatever the board says, and you just follow that. I need that you know? in my life. Um, By the way, the reason why we are playing the game at 6.05 tonight instead of our usual 6.35 is because as part of Major League Baseball's hostile takeover of the minor leagues, they set up a whole bunch of different new rules and a lot of them are about player recovery. And so because there is a bus trip that is involved to El Paso tomorrow, this is the, um, the latest that you can start a game is at 6 o'clock. They, make, they just want to allow guys to get home at a more reasonable hour. So there's a lot of things that Major League Baseball has done that uh, for the minor leagues where you're like, well, is that really necessary? And then there's a lot of things you go, no, that's a good rule. I like that rule. And this is one of those where it's kind of quirky and really it's only 30 minutes, but it's another part of – you know, every 30 minutes matters. Every hour matters when it comes to, does it mean you get back to El Paso at 3 a.m. instead of 2 a.m.? That's a difference. That, that's a huge difference. So that's why we're playing at 6.05. Now, we will not bus until tomorrow morning, but El Paso will bus back tonight. Good. right after the Get game. them out of town. That's how I see it. So yeah. 21 games ago, you said you felt like Ryan Belade was going to go on, I don't know, like a 20-game on-base streak. Lo and behold, he has, Josh. Congratulations on that prediction. Uh Oh, boy, he's, he's doing it out there. He's, he's on base every day and, and kind of producing offensively. What kind of help does he need to, to put a couple more runs on the board for this team? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about Ryan's on-base streak. I, I think it's really good, and, and it shows that, that he's kind of climbing out of an early funk. But he's definitely not hot. I mean, I'm going to be candid. A lot of times he's been on base one time in the game um, for the early part of that streak. But, like, last night... He has a sack fly, which was almost a home run. He has an RBI ground out. He has a single. He has a walk. The day before that, he had two walks. He had a single. So the day before that, you know, he had he had one hit. The day before that, he had one walk. So he's starting to put together multiple plate appearances that are productive to help the team. And, you know, look, I mean, he, he's too good to continue hitting what he's hitting right now, which is 247 with a 348 on base. Like, And when he does get hot, I think he's going to stay hot for a really long time. And the, the thing that I respect the most about Ryan is that even if he's not performing offensively up to his standards, he does not let that affect his, his hustle, his friendliness, his just being a good teammate. You know, I mean, he just understands what it means to be a pro, even when you're not playing at your best. And, and uh, you know, based on the last couple of days, you know, I, I, he's got a shot to get really hot now. Josh, you mentioned hopping on the bus and heading down to El Paso. I've never seen and or been on – the isotopes bus. What is this thing like? I'm ass- I'm assuming it's just smooth sailing down agree. 25 yeah. for four hours, living in the lap of luxury. I mean, wh- what is it like on the Topes bus? Did you watch the um, the Last Dance with Michael Jordan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the, the the Michael Jordan cruiser bus. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's not that. Okay. Oh, it's not even the it 1998 is, Michael Jordan cruiser bus. No, it is not that. And that doesn't mean that it's like bad. It's just. It's a bus. If you've ever been on a Herrera bus before, that's it. You know, it's two seats on one side and two seats on the other side. And, you know, but, you know, speaking of that, though, uh, is part of also another one. This is like really inside ball or inside travel stuff. Here we go. Um, we've always had two buses that we will take, but it's another rule that you must have two buses for, for players um, so that they can spread out so everyone can have their own row. 
you know, as opposed to like everyone being jammed in. So that's another thing that Major League Baseball said you must do minor league teams so that there's more comfort for players. And that also makes it easier so you can put all the equipment on one bus, you can put all the personal bags on one bus. You know, I mean, everything is quite the production. When you're traveling with, I mean, our traveling party is around 40 people or so. Mm. And so it becomes, whether you're flying or whether you're busing, it, it's all a production. I could see it in my head right now. Like, you got the gray seats, and they got, like, the pink and purple swirls on the, the, the heads of the seats. That yeah. look like the, no, exactly. Like the, the 90s. Like the 90s cups. cups. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The 90s throwaway cups. And then there's someone sitting in the back just listening to, like, the new Kenny Lattimore album. And you're like, <laughs> okay. Like, this is a nice fit here. I'm into this. <laughs> I can tell you that it was, uh, shoot, this must have been like five or six years ago. We were coming back from El Paso, oh. and it was raining cats and dogs. Like It, like, it, it, was, it was raining so hard that the bus driver was straddling the two lanes, right, instead of just being in one lane. There was no nice. one else around us. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning because and, 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 that was like the safest way of doing it. And the movie that was playing on the TV screens was something about people being in a huge storm. Okay. And, and I remember just thinking, really? This is the movie that somebody chose about being in a storm as we're in a storm on this bus? That's pretty gnarly. That was pretty intense. Yeah. That was an intense bus ride back. The, was it the perfect storm with Marky Mark and George It might Clooney? have been. I just remember that there was a lot of water that was that was constantly like spraying all over the place <laughs> in whatever movie was up on the TV At screen. At least it wasn't Titanic. <laughs> that would have been funny, though. <laughs> you know, just a bunch of 27-year-old dudes watching the Titanic together. Nothing to see here. All right. <laughs> That's not that weird. I don't know. It's what, not. There's a lot of movies you could have picked. That's Fred's that go-to was, for bro night. The the thing, I so I used to broadcast for a university in the Midwest, and anytime you would travel with, uh, like, women's varsity sports, you would they'd only want to watch Pitch Perfect. And I really? can only so many times in a row see the movie. Oh, and Bridesmaids. Those are the only two movies. And I'm like, well, this is exhaustive, and I only want to do home games. <laughs> like, I cannot continue to function this way. And to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Bridesmaids is really good. It's okay. It's very funny. It's not a to be fair moment. Give me all the mean girls and bridesmaids you got. I don't watch reruns. Well, who's on the pregame tonight, Jay? Well, before I answer that question, I was on a bus once with the women's basketball team. It was not the Lobos. It was when I was doing University of Nevada. And there was a movie that was played, and I wish I could remember what it was. It was a little bit raunchier than I think that people were expecting. And one of the coach's kids was on the bus. They had two kids. I remember just thinking, this is probably inappropriate for these two kids right now. Well, that's classic League of Your Own stuff. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Earmuffs. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Pre-game show, Sean Bouchard. So here's the deal. I had a lot of fun talking to Coco Montez yesterday Who about hits home hitting runs two home runs the, the night before. And so today I had a lot of fun talking to Sean Bouchard about hitting two home runs yesterday. So I'm really looking forward to somebody hitting two home runs again in tonight's game so that I can interview them tomorrow because it, I already have the questions written. You know, I just have to just re-ask the questions to the same person or to a different person. Each Don't call really him Coco. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, <laughs> it's all about the drip. So Josh is giving off the drip now. Josh has taken our drip, and he's giving it away. Uh, but I'm into it. I'm into the pregame. Uh, first pitch is at 6.05, so get down to Isotopes Park tonight, hang out, do that thing, and then three in a row on the road, and then back home immediately for a home series next week. Yeah, last week, uh, next week we got Mariachis, we got Marvel, we have Pride Night, we have Father's Day, we have Juneteenth, Let's we have go. a great Maddox appearance, Let's go. we have a, uh, uh, a media softball game, we have a youth skills clinic next week is going to be super crazy but fun, all kinds of cool stuff going the, on. I mean, we already we already coined it celebrity softball, it's not media, I just want to make sure that's very For clear sure. to okay. everyone involved with this. It's Van and I are celebrities, we're sports influencers, we will be playing in the game. So, Josh, get ready to interview Scott Shebler tomorrow. 
because right. he's gonna he, he's gonna get the two men on drip and he's gonna hit two dingers today. So there all you right. go. I'm all about it. Jay, you're the best. We'll catch Thanks, the bro- we'll br- catch the broadcast at six oh five. All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, brother. Bye. Good dude. Best dude. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten D Sports Animal. What would you name your basketball franchise in Las Vegas, Nevada? Okay, not the Raiders. No, I think that's taken. Cross that one out. Right. Not Knights with a K. Uh-huh. Okay, not those two. Okay, not the Aces. Running Rebels? Is that a good No, I think that's taken. Oh. What about the Stars? The Star? What? It's not L.A. What? Okay. You got to go something like Outlaws. You got to go something like that, right? The Vegas Mafiosos. Yeah, that's not bad. What's uh The Mafia. Let's call it the Mafia. That's plural for itself, right? That'd be pretty sweet. It'll fit in the black theme. Yeah, and I like team names that don't end in S. Mm. So I think that's good. The Las Vegas Mob. That's not bad either. Not bad. I don't dislike it. That's not bad at all. Hey. You know what? You know what happens in Vegas? Oh, uh, yeah. Dreams come true. That's what? Las Vegas dream. No, it's it stays. Stays in Vegas. I mean, they stay in Vegas half the season. If you, Vegas would be the one to put odds on what LeBron James is going to name his new basketball franchise in Las Vegas. It's the LeBrons. Sinners? Is Sinners a good one? Centers? Sinners? Did you say Sinners or Centaurs? Sinners? Okay. Bandits? Oh, Jokers. Jokers would be good. Jokers wild? Why wild? Because Jokers are wild in Vegas? I don't think you need both of those. I think just Jokers works. Just the Jokers? Well, then you think it's a bunch of comedians playing football. LeBron James, who is now a billionaire. I don't know if you saw that, man. I did. LeBron James. He's the first active athlete to be a billionaire. LeBron. That Bron, 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 Bron. You said he said this on the barbershop. Yeah, on the shop. Closing moments of the barbershop. Do you think he would be like Jerry Jones? Like, what do you mean? Kind of controlling. No, controlling owner type. Have your hands in everything. Yeah, if he does named, that now, if he names it the Las Vegas Lebrons, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. duh. La Vegas. Oh, write that down. That's a good one. That is pretty strong. Yeah, I don't hate that. Now I'm racking my brain for like the best Vegas basketball name. Five zero five two four six zero six ten. Give us your Las Vegas NBA basketball team names. How do you feel about this as a conspiracy? The NBA is going to expand, right? The product's too good. Too many good players don't play enough. LeBron James won't retire from the game until the league is about to expand. Mm -hmm. Then he and a group of investors will then expand to Vegas. He then unretires and then plays for the expansion team, La Vegas. I l- agree with that. <laughs> I think that is the la plan to take here. I would l- like that. Mm-hmm.
give me all that that you got. And then you buy a little golf course and you have the live out and you just mm-hmm. just take it to everyone. Also, they don't really do it like What's that. What's live? Anymore. Is that the 54 tour? The 54 tour. Oh, okay. The uh, golf 54. Golfio 54. It used to be for years. Like that was the thing with the Brooklyn team where it's when it was the New Jersey team or whatever. Like you would have all this over the sea money just buying in like oligarchs or whatever. Sure. But oligarching now, well, it's not good for your health anymore. It's regular. It's relatively frowned upon now. Yeah. Hey, don't gark, man. Giving or receiving OG money. It might be the first one too, like really to kids. Like instead of a team name, it's just like an emoji. Oh, now you're on to something here. That'd be super smart. I'm going to eat this. I got this Revel burger in front of me. Okay. It's opened a new location, man, between Paseo and Paradise over there on Golf Course. Tomorrow's sweet deal. $50 for 25 bucks. Get it on the website. I don't see how they can pull that off. More about that when we that get back. That is literally a sweet deal. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. You know, we haven't really talked about that much, but, you know, we went to Nelly on Sunday. Sure. And that just kind of ruined the rest of the week because the rest of the week can't be as good as Sunday was. That's a weird thought. In in your perception, yes, I agree. For me, it was a nice low point. Set that bar nice and low for the week. Are you? I'm kidding. I had an amazing time with amazing people. Yeah. And Monday was bogus and Tuesday was the doldrums and Wednesday was kind of cool because we were at Isotopes Park. And right now, I would say right now, arguably, is the worst part of my week, this very moment. Sitting in front of me? Your company, (laughs) it's draining. There's a toxicity. On a scale of 10 to 10. You're Deshaun Watson. (laughs) What's going on with Deshaun? New York Times ain't giving up on him. Good. Yeah, that's all. Please do your homework, because obviously the NFL didn't. Obviously, the Cleveland Browns didn't. Well, the Cleveland Browns went all Jack Del Rio, and they were like, what's the big deal? <laughs> yeah, okay. He's he's just a creep. That doesn't mean he can't produce. It does mean that. He's not going to – he should not play any football. So the way you're explaining it is when Deshaun Watson took his – $325 million contract or whatever it was. 230 guaranteed. It's insane. I think that's very close to what I said. Remember he We're took, both right. Yes. Remember he took that. Cleveland did it with the idea of, well, this will just go away. <sighs> this New York Times investigation is a real test of the NFL as far as it relates to like their core values and their resolve and the constitution of the league as it's made up by its leaders. Because it's disgusting. This isn't some blogger. This isn't some guy with a podcast that only his mother and grandmother listen to. This is the New York friggin' Times. Right. They did, like, actual research. They did an actual investigation. And check out these numbers. This is disgusting. Now give me these numbers. Over 17 months, 
from the fall of 2019 to the spring of 2021. Got it. Okay. Year and a half adjacent. He visited at least 66 different female massage therapists. Had, they visited him. He didn't go to them. They all... Vice versa. Oh, okay. Either or. Combination. Combination of both. Or at a neutral site. It's like a bowl game. Perverted bowl game of sorts. Like a hotel room or something. 66. Some other disgusting stuff was uncovered as well when allegedly the Houston, Texas had a hotel room dedicated to Deshaun Watson receiving massages from random non-Texan personnel massage therapists. Hold up. Is that some sort of team rule? Because like, you're, you're probably not allowed to have anyone in your room, something that kind of nature kind of thing? I don't know. We're going to find out. Well, and here's the thing about the New York Times, because I know a little bit about news, but I know a lot about entertainment and also influencing specifically sports. Tonight, me and you will go home, and I'm a big fan of Josh, and I love Ice Tubs Baseball. Sure. And I'm a big fan of my St. Louis Cardinals, and I'm a big fan of Thursday Night Television, including America's Got Talent. But I'm all- This is something new in your life, <laughs> and we're going to have to unpackage this pretty soon. But you and I both are going to watch the crap show that is this January 6th hearing in prime time. I'm so excited. I'm insanely excited because it's not going to be presented as news. This is not going to be a C-SPAN production. This is going to be teases. This is going to be gotcha moments. I want to see Kuchner. I want to see Lady Trump go up and do their subpoenaed interpretations of the event because that's all going to end up being a fabulous lie about five seconds later after fat checkers hit it all day all night yeah and that's what new york times is going to do with this because new york times they put a whole wing on this thing so you're going to get rolled out article after roll it out article so they can keep getting what van streams they can keep getting downloads they can keep getting subscriptions because this is news but this is packaged the way that entertainment is and you're going to get it all the way up to the point that Sean Watson starts playing football, and then you're going to get the really good stuff. He's done. Especially if it, more information keeps coming out like this. By the way, that January 6th hearing, it's going to have more fifths than our friends at Hollow Spirits. Oh, yes. A lot of fifths there. Like, 100 proof fifth. But, yes, that is correct. There's going to be more and more information coming out on this. Because the Cleveland Browns, being the absolute crap show they are, you know what I wanted to say there, them being the absolute crap show they are, they're just like, we could get a good quarterback. Nobody cares. It's an NFL story. Once he gets on the field, no one's going to care anymore. Oh, I know who cares. 22, now 23, now 24. Eventually, probably up to 66, probably more. Female massage therapist, oh, they care. Allegedly, those of the Albuquerque area? Yeah, breaking news on the show yesterday. Deshaun Watson trying to set up massages with a massage therapist here in Albuquerque. You're going to end up, too, with the New York Times. Like it. I want to use a phrasing, but I don't want it to sound too curt. 
I think it was Orson Welles who said, a happy ending depends on where you stop the story. Sure. Cool. So, the New York Times can stop this at any point. And for them, the happy ending is going to be when Deshaun Watson receives the public shaming that he is was not subjugated to in a court of law. And that's where I get a little caught up. Because the court of public perception, I think, is very valid and very real. But without the legality associated without the litigation and civil suits aside because anything could happen there i assure you it'll be a settlement right it's going to be hard for me to say that is a really bad human being and it's going to be really easy for me to say that is a really bad human being because i'm constantly going to be riding the fence on it depending upon like the most recent information gave to me right because when i watch that hbo thing Real sports with Brian Gumble. Mm-hmm. The real story is this dude's just weird. He's just a creep. Yeah. He's not a rapist. He's a creepy pervert. Well, and here's the thing of the 44 not named, or I'm not good at math. However many. You're going to tell me there's not a criminal act in any of those? I'd find that hard to believe. There's a lot of criminal acts. Insane amounts. If you take them and punish them at a case-by-case basis... You're going to have a lot of lawsuits. But obviously the one joint criminal suit, there was too much consensual action in the group to make it look like this is some kind of serial predator. But the more information that comes out, the more female massage therapists that speak up, the more and more criminal this looks. And if it says... If there's anything that the NFL wants worse than this, wants more badly than this that they haven't gotten before, I would be surprised to learn what that is. Because the NFL has all those resources that's around it. The NFL has all that penetration and pitch and in the community to where if they want this story gone, you would have thought, I thought specifically, that it would be gone by now. Done, covered up. Okay, well, see, here's the thing. This is why it's not going away, because this guy has a huge friggin' problem. Yeah, it's bigger. If it's bigger than what the NFL can handle, then you know it's too big. How disgustingly prolific he's been with these actions, that shows that he has a rich history of doing this, and he's not going to stop. Allegedly, like it broke on our show yesterday, he's contacting people all the way in Albuquerque, New Mexico, for these kind of encounters. He's not going to stop, so these numbers are just going to keep going and going and going and going. I don't believe with the strength of the NFLPA, the lack of criminal litigation that the NFL will successfully suspend Deshaun Watson. I do not think it will happen. Well, I told you this whole time, he's going to get a slap on the wrist. He's going to get zero games because there's so much, I mean, of all these interactions, so many of them were consensual, unfortunately. It hurts all of the cases that some of these encounters were consensual. It sucks that it you can't just paint all of these encounters as a criminal act. So he they're going to go by that standard and be like, well, there was no criminal case. Well, the, a, a lot of these encounters were consensual, so there's nothing we could do about it. He gets to play football. 
And as soon as he starts throwing touchdowns and as soon as he starts scrambling around and making big plays, then this story's going to go away. I think it won't be proven that Deshaun Watson did everything. It will be proven that the NFL doesn't care about people. Yes. The only thing that I think I hold on to even like a slither of hope is the deal that Cleveland gave to Deshaun, um, the Haslam's that they gave to Deshaun. The NFL doesn't love that because that sets a standard across the rest of the league. The Rams are a prime example. They're just handing out money yeah. like it's not real. That, and what's that doing, Van? That's taking revenue away from the other owners. That's taking away. Oh, we can have that talk all day. And that's the one thing to me that I kind of preserve hope where it's like, would the NFL want to punish the Cleveland Browns for giving such a player-friendly deal? That's ridiculous and stupid to a guy that's undeserving. Because that, that could be a thing I could 100% believe could happen. Also, I mean, developing story, we're going to get more information on this as well. But there has to be a behavior clause tied into this contract. Because from what I understand, word on the street. Word on the street. Is the first 22 allegations, the one that were attempted to be charged. Yeah. Criminal, that's. Those are those are a wash. They did their air quotes research on that one. They don't think it's it's worth the time. But here comes more and more and more information. Already two new lawsuits. Already a story in the New York Times saying there was at least sixty six different massage therapists in seventeen months. If you tell me you gave sixty six hugs in 17 months i'd be weirded out i was like whoa okay i mean to strangers but like you get 66 massage therapist in 17 months do you have like the most just crooked back in the history of the world do you have some kind of spinal deficiency where you need a new massage therapist every week to try to scrape together some new technique or hear me out you're a pervert <sighs> He's a pervert. It's the checks and balances that I think is the bigger story that whenever we revisit this thing from years to come, our conversation and talking point won't be on how weird and awful Deshaun Watson is. Our conversation and talking point will be how weird and awful the structure and the environment of the league is to not just allow but then protect this ideology. Sure. Ray Ray Rice was going to skate on by before what happened. That video leaked. Video yeah. leaked. There's got to be a video somewhere. Ugh. There's got to be a video of him doing something gross. With these kind of numbers, one of these have to be on camera. Tuning on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Starter days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Tomorrow, we're live from Hollow Spirits. Come hang out with your boys. Tell her vodka over there at the Ice Dopes Park if you're hanging out. Get that watermelon walk-off. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Today, the St. Louis Cardinals and the Tampa Bay Rays played a baseball game. Ooh, my boy Shane McClanahan, baby. The ace of my fantasy staff shut your dudes down. Yeah, and the game shut down after only 114 minutes. That's nuts. That's nuts. That's it. Shout out to Shane McClanahan. One fourteen. That's less than two hours, boys. Yeah. Shane McClanahan, not a household name. If you like to see someone pitch and dominate 
a baseball game, watch Tampa Bay Rays pitcher Shane McClanahan. Pretty good. Tony La Russa intentionally walked Trey Turner today on a one-two count. And you're like, okay, that's weird. That's like a stupid decision. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? And then immediately afterwards, Max Muncy hits a three-run home run. And then is it's visible from the movement of his lips as he rounds, I guess it would have been third base, quote, you expletive, walk him with two strikes, expletive you, expletive, in the direction of Tony Larusa. Nice. So, baseball has some life, and I like it. Does Tony, Tony Larusa don't want to be there. You know how hard that is for him to concentrate for that long at once. That's got to be exhausting. There's only so much Metamucil in the world that can keep him focused for three hours. That's how John Madden started to get fired. When he walked a dude with the base, John Madden, Joe Madden, <laughs> walked a dude with the bases loaded. Tony Arus is like, oh. One, two count, two strikes? I don't want to work either. I just want to live in South Florida. What is being a manager right now anyways? Because there's no DH. Yeah. There's all these weird pitching appearance rules. There's all these mound visit rules. Yeah. There's, what does a manager even do right now? I'm being serious. The majority of them don't even speak the same language as their players. They they need a Spanish interpreter. They need a Japanese interpreter. They need a Taiwanese interpreter. If you're all three of those things, apply to Major League Baseball right now. Ooh, smart. Because you can get two of those three salaries, and the team would be like, I'm happy to save a salary. Yeah. You speak Chinese, Japanese, Taiwanese, and Spanish. Boy, do I have the job for you. Taiwanese? That ain't right, is it? They just speak Chinese there, don't they? I don't really know. Yeah. Is it a separate language? I think they speak Mandalorian. It's Taiwanese. If you, it's a separate language? Is it? Says Mikey Vital. Are they well, speak- I've, I've heard it pronounced as Taiwanese in the past. What okay. is Mandalorian? Mandalorian? Yeah. That's so, Chinese. It's like a Mandarin. Mandarin. It's mainland. Yeah. That is, not, that's the way. Yeah, not Kowloon Bay as opposed to Hong Kong. Everyone knows that. And then the last night, the Red Sox, they whoop up on the Athletics 1-0. And you're like, Fred, that doesn't sound like a whooping. The Angels came to score. Did I say Athletics? The Angels I'm talking yeah, about. Angels. I apologize. Let me reset the bit. Last night, the Red Sox <laughs> whoop up on the Angels 1-0. Which is all you have to score against... The Angels. They're terrible. Yeah. Afterwards, the Red Sox took a picture of the scoreboard, and then the Angels were like, look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me. That is strong work right there. That is strong work. All of the walk-up music for the Angels yesterday was Nickelback bangers. We talk about crap rock regularly on this program. Nickelback's on Rushmore. They are on the varsity of crap rock. Speaking of, today's I-9 varsity is the I-9 varsity of crap rock, okay? Okay. We're giving away Wiz Khalifa tickets next week. Have we talked about this on here yet? I don't think we have. No. Not crap rock is Wiz Khalifa. Not rock. We're rock adjacent. Sure. Today's I-9 varsity, the varsity of crap rock. You'd be like, hey, my team's slumping so bad after 13, I think I'll... I'll play This Is How You Remind Me over and over again. (laughs) Like, what? Remind you of what? Their stats department is like, photograph. Look at this graph. (laughs) You guys are playing poorly. 
But, but like, it's like a fitting thing, right? Like, if you're coming in from the bullpen, like, obviously they won't get a chance because they'd have to be in the lead, but saving me would be the best Nickelback song, which you don't know because you're no crap rock. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't know that one. That was a chart topper in 05. Was it really? Yeah. And there's so many. There's, like, and all of them are the exact same, if you remember. They yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all very yeah. melodic. Is that the word? Melodic rock? Melodic. Mellow? Carmelo? Yeah, Carmelo-lotic. Carmelo and Luka Doncic? Ah, Is that what you're trying to say? Nice. Okay. Oh, God. I'm, I'm, the, the top 15 Nickelback songs on their discography, all charted. Like, these are all, like, top 10 hits. That is crazy to me. Because at first I was like, there's not enough walk-up songs. There is. There absolutely is. They made, like, five albums all featuring number one hits, right? Late 90s. Yeah. Late, I, late 90s through the early 2000s. I think it's only early 2000s. It it, only yeah, early? they didn't touch the 90s. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought they pivoted right I hope 90s. this friend of the show that's calling right now is about to be a Nickelback apologist. I hope. Oh, please. Because the 2008 Dark Horse album that had a chart topper with the song Something in Your Mouth Needs to have more conversation on this program. Let's come back with something in your mouth. <laughs> hey, you know what? Today is 6 9 and all. Nice. So. I saw a mashup today on the social media of all the 69 yard plays in the NFL. Same. <laughs> nice. Set to the Genuine's Pony. The It's a different talkback button now, Michael. Heads up. But there was like a memo on that, so I can't hear you. You also have to say it over the air. Do sign language. Who is it? Yeah, you could sign it to me. I Tommy. Know, I know ASL. Tommy, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, guys. I just heard you talking about nickel sucks. <laughs> I, cannot stand, I cannot stand that band. I used to have a friend that used to have their ringtone of, like, every song, and every song sounds exactly the same. Well, I mean, not Rockstar, though, right? That one's way better. Oh yeah, that 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 one I'll, I'll give it on a scale that was a ten of minus two. Oh my God, I cannot stand it. Now remember, I came from the age Van Halen, Van Hagar. I saw all of them in concert. Yeah, Iron Maiden, Def Leppard, the great age of rock and roll. Okay, they're not rock and roll. They're what I call ice cream pop rock. Just horrible. Okay, I mean that's not bad. Yeah, I'm actually into ice cream I, pop rock if that's a real thing. Yeah. Um, I will say about the Sean Watts. Yeah. I've been through my alcohol addiction. I was an alcoholic at one time. Welcome and I back. also was addicted to ecstasy back in the day when the raves were really popular. I used to go to the ones when they were illegal. By the way, you I got a guy? He's got a problem. I do believe he has an addiction. <laughs> yes, and yes, I he, obviously. I definitely think he needs to go get some help. And a lot of men don't realize it's not being a man thinking about sex 24-7. It's not being a freak. You have a problem. You have an issue. You need to go get some help. I, do, I agree completely. Yeah. And I had said at first eight games. I think I called in during the week, and, and Mr. King of Comedy was there. And he said, I think they're going to suspend him for the year. There's too much stuff coming out. I think he's gone. He, they have to suspend him for the, this whole year. So there's too much coming out. Well, I would agree with you that they have to because the level of energy it's going to take and the level of distraction, like you said, in the clubhouse. we got to cut you loose, Tommy, because we got to go to the break. But Bye, guys. But the, the amount of energy that surrounds it is too high for the amount of energy it would take 
to just put Baker Mayfield in there. Right. Yeah. But and, you're so invested at this point. Well, and, and afterwards, because it's the Mike Vick thing, right? Because afterwards you can be like, hey, served his time, rehabilitated. We believe in second chances. And you can give that kind of to everyone. Right. When we get back to today's I-9 varsity, the I-9 varsity of crap rock, okay? Stoked for this one. Very good. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Starter days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Tomorrow we're live at Hollow Spirits. Come hang out with your boys. Van won't be there. It'll be me and Robert Gibson. That's a full-on disclaimer. But it's still going to be a lot of fun because we'll get a breakdown of Baby Shark tonight. So stoked for that. So very ready for oh, that energy. God. Let me know when that segment is. I'm going to turn it on. Well, turn that up to 11. As you're driving out to Flagstaff, not where you're actually going. That is where you're actually going. Enjoying your watermelon walk-off, not while you're driving, but after you get there. Yeah, right when I get there. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Got like eight minutes for the varsity today. This is the quickest program in the history of programs. Is it our shortest ever? No, we had to do 30 minutes one time. Oh, that's right. Why even come in? I tell you, remember when we had to do 30 minutes? We were like, why even come in? Just yeah, run. you guys, yeah, I remember that. You we, were... No, we pre-recorded it. Oh, was it pre-recorded? <laughs> I thought you guys were in studio. No, that's how tricky we are. 505-312. Oh, you didn't come in. Forty nine ninety nine. We're smart to save gas. League office 280 at 99sports.com. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of Crap Rock. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go first, man? Please do. You'd like for me to go first? Yes. You were specifically asking me to go first? Uh, I was going to ask Vital, but he would go, I don't know. So I'm going to go with a band that fooled me. Uh-huh. Okay, they got me good on this one. Uh-huh. Okay. Limp Biscuit. Oh, that's Crap Rock. That is a giant pile of ear garbage. They had one song with Method Man and Red Man, and I got the album. Wouldn't it be nice? And I was kind of into it for like a month, and then I was like, wait, hold on. Then I would like listen to Rage Against the Machine. Then I would listen to Tool. Mm-hmm. And then I would listen to Limp Biscuit. And it's like, oh, you got fooled, Van. This is garbage. If I could touch your body, no, not See? Their best song. Their best song somebody else's song. All right, I'm going to go with the Beatles. So I'm going to put the Beatles on my list for number one crap rock. The There is like 10 hard years of the Beatles, which is just unlistenable. And then they had a couple... Okay, well, you're way off. A cu- 20, you think it's closer to 20? They only made music for seven years. We, yeah, but for 10 of those seven years, it was terrible. <laughs> then they played a little bit with the LSD, and they got close to listenable. So I'm going to put the Beatles at the, ve- at the very top. Uh, take that, Hey Jude. So you're not wrong, and I like this argument, because I think they only had like three good albums. So you go from... Revolver, Sgt. Pepper, and the White Album. I love the White Album, beginning to end. But outside of those three albums, they are so wildly overrated. Yeah, it's their crap rock. So wildly overrated. All right. Except for their one amazing, perfect 10 album, your favorite album of all time, Oasis is garbage. 
What's the story, Morning Glory? What's the story, Morning Glory? Yeah, A.B. Banger. There's no better example of a band that made an amazing album and everything else they did is hot garbage, including their personalities, including both the brothers and their hatred for each other, and every other piece of music they made besides What's the Story, Morning Glory. Oasis sucks. Definitely maybe is not as bad as you're making it out to be. Sure it is. The Rolling Stones are the hottest garbage in the dumpster. Not a single thing about the ooze rock and roll that is Rolling Stones is either rock or roll. The hardest thing about the Stones is Keith Richards, and he's super soft. Mick Jagger also sucks. Not at all into the Stones. And their best song of all time was written for Armageddon. And that song sucks. That's funny. Because that's Aerosmith. I'm sorry. That's very, very funny what you just did there. <laughs> also in the world of one amazing album and the rest is garbage, you mm-hmm. 2 Sucks. Not only do they suck, they're so insanely overrated. They're, oh, my gosh. They're so overrated. They're... How about the Dave Matthews Band? It's the worst band of all time. We've talked about this. They're an easy punchline. Yeah. But they're actually kind of fun live. You know how like I have a real hard political stance against a lot of people? Sure. I, it's not even the, the political stance I have the problem with. It's the people. And that's how I feel about Dave Matthews. If you like Dave Matthews, you're a certain type of person to me. If you travel around and watch multiple shows dun, and follow dun, them around like dun, you're dun. friggin' Grateful Dead. Yeah, they're not fish. Yeah. You're not even high right now. You, yeah, I know. They're <laughs> sober. This is, they're insanely sober. That saxophone is unnecessary, by the way. I'm going to go with Prince. Prince sucks. Ooh. Prince cannot produce. Oh, man. What is your problem? Get ready. to This phone line is going to light up. Why are you saying this? Because Prince is like probably the greatest artist of all time. Bad guitar, bad keyboards, bad vocals. Everything about Prince is rudimentary. It is simple. And how fortunate he was to tie himself to the Batman franchise because that allowed a mediocre film in, in Purple Rain to produce an even more mediocre song yeah. that for some reason caught traction with emotional teenagers. Prince is garbage. So are we talking about Prince, the guy from Minnesota, Purple, the symbol? Are we talking about like Prince Amakamura? Talking about Prince Andrew? Prince and the Revolution. I'm talking about that Prince. That Prince. Are you sure? Yes. Not Prince Albert the Piercing. You're talking about Prince, the guitarist? That's rough. Prince's legacy is cemented as rock crap. (laughs) All right. Back to the low-hanging fruit. Uh Nickelback and the Los Angeles Angels of Orange County of Anaheim of California. That's correct. Napa Valley. 0210 of Napa Valley of... (laughs) Actually, probably just Japan because of Shohei Otani. Nickelback got us into this conversation, and they are the easiest low-hanging fruit. Yeah. But you got to mention this band when you mention Nickelback. Creed. Oh, my God. Creed sucks. Uh, Jars of Clay, is that the album? That song, that whole thing sucks. Isn't that another band that sucks? Jars They're all very similar. <laughs> Jars, drops of Jupiter, jars of clay. I don't know. Um, yes, please do stop me now. Queen is on my list of crap rock. I hate Queen. I hate that it gets white people turned. I hate that no one knows any Queen lyric outside of like Scalamouche, the chorus. Scalamouche, yeah, you do the Fandango, thunderbolts of lightning, very very frightening. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. <laughs> Queen can bite the dust. 
Rami Malik couldn't even save Queen. And he's very good in Mission Impossible. Is that a fact? Guns N' Roses sucks. AD, ACDC sucks. Jimi Hendrix. I don't even know why people mention him as a rock star. He's not. He just sucks. <laughs> You're going to get some strongly worded emails Zeppelin, tomorrow, Dylan, my friend. Zeppelin, Dylan, Joan Jett can get it. All terrible. Ooh, what about Pink Floyd? What about you, Vital? Okay, now that's where I draw the line. Don't you say a negative thing about Pink Floyd. Van, the deadhead himself, did we miss anything today? I don't know, man, but whatever we miss, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff JJ and A. Marie. I'm going to I'm gonna say tonight's going to be the most exciting TV viewing night of my life with the January 6th hearings. Can not wait. Good job, everyone. GG. Fred and Buck D. You'll see you tomorrow at Hollow Spirits, Burke.